Hi, welcome to another episode of Less Than Popular, a podcast where Cooper and I talk about small bands releases and stuff. I kind of spoiled it, but I'm Amber. I'm Cooper. I guess you already... Yeah, but it's fine. And today we're talking about uh, Yin Waster's EP, A Joyous Romp for Akron, Ohio, which <laughs> is a pretty, <laughs> you know... DIY Midwest album or EP name, if I ever heard one. I was going to say it's a very folky sounding name. Folk albums yeah, have a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty folky. Um, but if you haven't listened to this EP yet, um, you totally should. Uh, but like, it's like you're not going to have any context. Like, come on, just do it. Um, but yeah, so. It's also just very good, and you should just listen to it anyway. Yeah, it's also just very good. Uh, a few things first before I ask you how you are, Cooper, because, yeah, you may notice both of our mics sound like ass cheeks. That is because there is a virus in the world right now, and we are sorry, but we are yeah, pushing we're both, through. We're both kind of stuck away from the recording software or hardware that we usually use, so please bear with yeah. us. Um and also, we're not. We're gonna try not to talk about it that much because everyone's talking about it. But just like, stay home if you can, and and stay safe if you can't. And also, we love you. And it, like, this is a bad time for most people. But like, you're not alone. Everyone else also is going through the same thing. So, you know, just uh, play some Animal Crossing, which is what yes, I have yes, been doing yes, yes, constantly. Yes. Yeah, you talk. You talk a little bit about Animal Crossing. Cooper. It's so good. I've been waiting for so long. It's better than I could have imagined, except all I've really been doing is hitting trees and pulling weeds, but I couldn't ask for anything more. I'm so in love. <laughs> that is literally so, so true. All I need to do is like fish and I'm happy. I like the it's game so could good. be terrible, but as long as I get that, like I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much as soon as we're done with this episode, we're going to go play Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. I've already been playing it all day and I plan. Yeah continue <laughs> um but yeah so that's kind of i think that's enough for the beginning of the episode banter uh let's get into the ep shall we um so yeah it's called a joyous romp for akron ohio which i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly because i've never been to akron ohio that sounds right <laughs> it does sound right that sounds like know. an ohio town yeah <laughs> um the first track is called black coffee which honestly like the main thing i i was thinking of when i was listening to this is like being in a car with like friends and just like yes. putting on music and just like just have, vibing like, with your good pals the exact same feeling from this song it's very i i was i think this would be like an amazing road trip song oh totally this this ep in general i feel like is a very good uh release to just put on uh in the car and then your friends will go whoa i like this and then you'll go yeah it's yin waster bitch <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you'll try to say the the album name and they'll be like oh, okay <laughs> and they'll be like they'll be like why are they writing a whole ep dedicated to ohio and you'll be like well <laughs> you know people glorify ohio and they'll be like why and they'll be like <laughs> really? i can't tell you <laughs> i've never um, okay <laughs> yeah so the music itself is good now that we've gotten that fucking shit posty review out of the way um i really like this 
song's image use of like bitter black coffee. Yes. Because I feel like it's it's one of those things that like everyone you know it's not a cliche necessarily um, image, but it's something that everyone kind of you evoke it. Everyone knows what you're talking about. I really, really like the folksy energy of this song. I, I mean, like, folk punk is my favorite genre, but I also do listen to a reasonable amount of just, like, normal old American folk. Um, and yeah, like Amber said, I, this is mad road trip music. It, it makes me, like, it gives me, like, this nostalgic sense of sleeplessness, uh, especially the line at 248, I am here and I am breathing, I'm in here, I am here and I'll be leaving. I like, that's, like, uh, tattoo material. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to mention halfway through, um, the drum does an interesting thing where they're like emulating the melody from the first half of the song in a roughly toneless drum, um, but you can still hear it if you're listening. And that kind of gives me a preview of the, sh- the strange musical choices, the strange but very technically impressive musical choices that are to come mm-hmm. in this album. EP. I do. I, some things Bye. never change. Um, (laughs) uh, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the drums because this is something I noticed with like, uh, the entire EP is that it's a very like unique sound. I want to ask, I think I'm going to ask Gabe later about it because I I, I can't tell like what they're drumming on. So it sounds like a normal set to me, but just with a lot of like echoiness. And I think in one of the other songs, there might be like a uh congo or something no you mean like a bongo bongo what's a congo congo is an it's an area in africa yeah anyway no yeah but that that was my main thing was i just wanted to ask if there are bongos involved because i'm very excited about that prospect um and like but we should just move on because we have talked about this for way too long yeah um so the next song is called before the morning and the thing I like about this song is it it's kind of like a bell curve. It in the beginning it's dreamy, it's calm, it's you know a little similar to black coffee, but then in the middle it escalates and it turns into this beachy kind of bop, and I really like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think beachy is the only word I could really describe. I, I don't know if I got that same energy, but it was very, it was like more upbeat and fun and I enjoyed. The voice, the vocalist here at the beginning kind of like reminded me of a jazz singer that I knew when I was in the jazz program. Um, I also have to note that I always notice jazz influence because that's the school of music I'm most experienced in. So that might not always be accurate, but, um, and also this song and also folk in general, but specifically I feel like it was utilized really well in this song, feels really intentionally bare bones, but um, that sort of enhances the feeling of longing that I feel like this song is trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it also makes you pay closer attention to the rhythms and, and the relationship with the melody, which I am always about. Um, and then you got to talk about that transition into, into In Fredericksburg, right? Oh, totally. It flows so well. Yeah. It, 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 and it's got, like, the end of Before the Morning has these kind of haunting vocals, I think, that mm-hmm. translate into in Fredericksburg, where it it's accompanied by this really cool um, 
usage of the drums, it's it's almost suspenseful. And I, I get this sense of almost like Fredericksburg, you know, the target of the song is this kind of magical, eerie place, I guess, yeah. because of the way it's being glorified in the song. Absolutely, yeah. I I it made me think of the like place in Pokemon Diamond and Platinum where you meet the big the big bad pokemon it made me f- that it that the music reminded me of the music that's in that like cave okay which is strange <laughs> i'm not experienced in pokemon so i can't i i could not um but the next song i'm excited to get to because it is both of our favorites i believe um it's called the day aspen colorado burned to the ground which i think is a really cool uh title and also like it's it's said in the song itself and i just i'm really kind of happy about that because i wasn't sure if it was going to be mentioned but um it's an immediate attention grabber with like this fast kind of tropical beat to it it's so fun um and it plays around with like varying tempos and such and i was not expecting it at all especially with the setup i was getting from like black coffee and before the morning mm-hmm. it, it challenges your expectations of where you think the song's gonna go and then yeah you know it does it so many times and at two minutes in it just like suddenly gets sadder as like the vocals come in and it's just it, it's just great yeah if the first three songs were what you expected from folk this is everything other than that it uh to my count explores like five distinct genre at like sounds um i i like you said the beginning like caught my attention right away the syncopation between the guitar and i think i think the rhythm here at first is just rim shots but it, it sounds deeper than that which is just like the result of good rhythm management um and then at 50 seconds in it it takes a very rhythm heavy like bossa turn like like brazilian jazz that i'm into and then like less than a minute later it sounds like rock and then like 30 seconds later it sounds like emo and then it ends with like grunge uh, it, it was just said they were just like jamming on this one it was just a yeah. jam party and like you know when when the title is said in the song it just like hits you with this higher intensity like this more violent sound that like juxtaposes the serenity that came like immediately before it and it's just so interesting and so cool and definitely my favorite yeah, it's 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 like a longer song. I think it's like it's not that long. It's like not quite five minutes long, but it feels like a bunch of smaller, distinct songs. So it keeps you interested like the whole time. Let's move on to the last track called Tacoma Park. Um, I think that this song makes it really clear. Like once you've gone through the whole EP and you get to this point it kind of becomes clear how the lyrics are functioning in all of this. Not necessarily the content of the lyrics, but the sounds. So not to like dweeb out, but as an English major and also as someone who has studied poetry and is really into poetry, there's certain like sounds that are, you know, more inherently kind of calm and soothing. And then there's other ones that are more cutting and sharp, right? So Mm -hmm. what I noticed here is that there are like not many rough consonant sounds pretty much throughout the whole ep and especially in the song it's more like there's a lot of s's and h's and l's and this can be done like 
not deliberately. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't done deliberately because maybe it was, but it can be something where in your mind you use certain words because you think they sound better. But what your brain is doing is picking words that do like illustrate this, this feeling better. And when I like heard and like realized what happened there, I was really, really pleased because I was like, wow, there are like so many layers to why this sounds as good as it does. And mm. finding out what exactly it was that was like triggering that for me was like really, really fun. But that's the end of my, <laughs> my yeah. weakness. Um, I, I, I like this song as kind of a bookend. I feel like Tacoma Park and Black Coffee are like pretty set in folk, though Tacoma Park changes a lot over the course, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, whereas in the middle, they do some more experimentation. Um, but this song, I, I'm interested that you were talking about the consonant type, like the set, the sight, blah, 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 types of sounds that they were using. Uh, I hadn't thought about that, but I think it feeds into what I noticed about this song in that, like, they use specifically, like, lo-fi type sounds, and, um, I guess I have to talk about that now, like, sounds that, uh, are of a certain wavelength that doesn't really make it stick out to your brain when you're listening it's just sort of it just sort of becomes a part of of this like symphony that this song is building i think the lyrics contribute to that as well especially since what you were talking about um and like it sort of builds up in such a way that i didn't notice until like at the very end that it was building up progressively and then suddenly it was just a lot of sounds that were sort of melding together into this like weird light noise that i was really about um it's like just like really relaxing um and that yeah that's what i have to say about this ep is it's a good one it's a strange one um but i think a lot of the choices made were really really interesting yeah and just to like close this off before we head into the interview um i think that in general you know it's a two-piece they're a two-piece and i think that they're so it's like both the guitars and the drums like shine in their own ways. Like the songs are very much um, dependent on both of them being there. And it's not that you miss anything else because both of them are doing so much legwork that it's like, that's kind of all you need for what they're trying to accomplish. And I think it's really, really cool that, you know, both, uh, both members are able to kind of like, I guess let their, uh their craft like shine through um but yeah like i don't really have much else to say about it overall because i feel like i talked about a lot of my you know overall feelings like within the certain tracks but do you have anything else to to say because otherwise you can head head Uh, off no i'm i'm ready to to talk to the band about it okay this is we're going to talk to them now yeah Uh, we are in the call with Yin Oyster. Uh, you guys can introduce yourselves, say like your role in the band. Griffin, go first. Um, my name is Griffin. Um, I am the singer, guitarist, and pedal pusher of Yin Waster. Beautiful. Um, I am Gabriel. I am the drummer, 
slash uh, head chair of the percussive input department here at Yin Waster. <laughs> Very good. Everyone, a uh, round of applause. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're all too kind. <laughs> how, how are you guys? How's it going? It's going good. Just talk about talk about how your lives are shaping up right now. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the world is kind of a hellscape right yeah, now, but it's, it's fine. Because we're we're listening to music and playing Animal Crossing, so it's good. That's a big. Yeah, you guys got the new Animal Crossing. I don't, have... I don't own a Switch. Neither do I. Okay. No. This is so sad. <laughs> it is very sad. The, the newest the newest funny game console I own is a Wii. Us a Switch. There's Animal Crossing on Wii. Let's play Animal Crossing on the Wii. But I can't go outside now. Uh, is right. New Horizons on the Switch? I mean, yes. on the Wii? Yeah. No, that's City. No, okay, that's what I thought. Gosh, kids. yeah. Out of the band. Which one is Wild World on? DS. Like, not the 3DS, just the DS. And I guess the 3DS. Um... You can play it on the 3DS. Yeah, I had New Leaf for the 3DS. Then I lost my 3DS along with all my games. Big sad. I, I have that is so sad. sad. Dang. Um, let's, um, yeah, let's get to the yeah, interview question. portion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cooper, you can go first. I was interested in, I know one of you, I can't remember which one, lives in Fredericksburg, Virginia, right? Oh, that's me. Yeah. I was interested in, like, what the significance of this place is to the band other than the fact that you live there, because, uh, obviously there's a song in Fredericksburg that has a really mm-hmm. alien, interesting sound, and then also, yeah. um... A couple weeks ago, you tweeted about your gig in Fredericksburg, so I was just interested to hear. <laughs> Stalker. I, that, we're doing it. We're I, journalists, Amber. I appreciate you <laughs> yes. looking at the Twitter. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, yeah. So, I live in Fredericksburg, and I've grown up in Fredericksburg. And the song in Fredericksburg is about... I sent this article about this family called the Jarvis Family. And they're, they're a very interesting kind of um, DMV area family. They, uh, two, three generations of, like, weed farmers and sellers and, like, nice. massive amounts of weed <laughs> these yeah. people have been producing and moving. So the article is about um, when the grandfather... When he was just a father and uh, the now parents were just children, um, it starts with them having to escape their house because the FBI is coming and, like, they could hear, like, the helicopter, like, going over and searching their fields. And so they yeet and they go to um, a marina up in Maryland and stay there for like a few years and then they get word that the FBI are on their trail again so then they just yeet out of the marina and it's a very interesting article and a very interesting family so then like fast forward a few decades um they're in Fredericksburg and still still selling weed now the uh, grandparents are gone but the father was here and he was selling weed moving weed around um growing it and it was kind of like a cult the way he was running his family 
Um, <laughs> which we love. Beautiful family structures. I'm, um, I'm sure you got all of this out of that song. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but then they got word again that the FBI was on their trail, so then they skirted away, but some of the family stayed, and... Some were caught, and they, like, ratted him out, but he's still on the run, but some of the family's still here, and they're very nice people. All, like, the daughters and the sons. Um, Have you met them? Yeah, yeah. They're, oh. like... Oh. Yeah, they're, uh... They sell, uh, beeswax soap at the farmer's market, and also little pastries <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, the daughters are super wholesome now that the father is gone. It's, yeah. That is amazing, and I love that. But maybe not the cult part. The cult no. part is a little... That's a little questionable. Yeah, but the whole yeah. story is very fun. Uh, my my next question has nothing to do with weed or soap, which I'm kind of disappointed by, but it's fine. Um, I just wanted to note that you guys released a shit ton of music. And like you had, I think, two releases in 2019, uh, two in 2018, I believe, and I'm just wondering how you stay motivated, because, you know, this is also, like, it's it came out by the time that this uh, episode is coming out yesterday. How are you able to just crank out so much content? Um, Griffin, this is all you. Um, well, Gimlis <laughs> just started, like, when before I even knew Gabe started when I was in high school, and, like, like high school was kind of, like, without getting too sad, it was kind of rough, and so... I just kind of stayed in my room and recorded and like wrote and like I just kind of like use that as like kind of like practice if that makes sense like if you're constantly writing if you're constantly trying to like record and put stuff out then you're going to constantly be improving on your writing because I always think like I don't know I'm always trying to chase that dragon <laughs> of like writing like the best song yeah. <laughs> you know if that's like a thing mm. you can attain so yeah I don't know and plus it's like it's fun working with Gabe too because like Gabe always Aww. has a bunch of cool, like, compositional ideas and stuff. And so it's fun to bounce ideas off of a person. Like, I already told Gabe that I'm, like, I'm almost done writing the lyrics for the next project that's going to be coming out. And so now I'm going to start working on some chords and stuff while we're all in quarantine. So, yes, yeah, please, I don't that know. Sounds, ooh, it sounds good. So I'm so excited. Nice. Excited. So, yeah. Not that this, that we're, isn't talk, that we're talking about, isn't the new stuff. Oh, it I'm also super yesterday. excited. Well, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be, yeah. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking of the, the future past. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, after... <laughs> so many projects, so little time. <laughs> oh. Snaps. You tell me, I, I, have a, I have like a review, like a literature review due on the same day that this album comes out so Ooh. i haven't started on it hey, let's go <laughs> yes it can be your little treat for finishing yeah <laughs> <laughs> cooper can have little uh yin relaster yin relaster yin... <laughs> yin waster release you know as a, as, treat. A treat. as a treat a little bit Going back to your Twitter bio, it, it it says gas station folk. As far as I could find, I couldn't find anybody else who used that label for themselves. So is that just like a, a goof or is that something you guys identify with? I, I'm curious about what that means. Uh, Like I came up with it, I think when I was in high school or at least like mm -hmm. first 
semester of college or something because like a lot of my favorite artists will have like their own genre that they classify themselves as or whatever yeah and i was just kind of like oh like that's cool as opposed to saying you're like indie rock or folk rock it's like oh gas station folk like i don't know i I just think it's kind of fun plus it's kind of like i guess the aesthetic of a lot of the band like we find ourselves in convenience stores quite a bit we do, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, Amber and I were talking about how this is like mad road trip music. Like we couldn't stop thinking absolutely. about absolutely, like, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, a... that's ooh, that makes me excited for one of the music videos. Ooh, <laughs> teaser music videos. Ooh, oh, shit. I hadn't heard about this. This is a secret. Well, we'll talk about it's it at secret. the end. Can, well, wait. If the album can... came out tomorrow, then it's no longer a secret. Well, I was gonna say I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared to talk about it here. We have three music that's videos true. coming out for. We do this project. We were originally going to have four, but nice. then the whole virus thing happened. So the fourth one kind of got yeeted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Will those be coming out on the same day as the the EP release, or, or no, like they'll be coming subsequent. out before? Yeah, it's going to be before. So we have one music video that's like a normal kind of music video. It has just shots <laughs> of us playing and then like B roll and stuff. But then mm-hmm. the other one is. A, it's like a short film kind of mm-hmm. like it has a plot and it has dialogue Ooh. going over the music and stuff and then the okay, third so one is pretending... just a cute little thing that i put together with footage from our tour we do have to pretend that these are already out and people know what they are <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> we're, that's... we're just so... out of guard we're working we're messing with time <laughs> we are you know yeah <laughs> we're actually time travelers mm-hmm. and um i actually have seen them all already but Cooper hasn't, which is why, you know, we're like, yeah, I'm not a very good. So, yeah, so as of, you all already know, I'm actually because, from five days in the future, because <laughs> as you all already know, um, because this already happened uh, on Wednesday, <laughs> one came out on Thursday, another one came out. And then on Friday, the whole EP dropped. And then in a couple Ooh. of days from now, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that little uh, that little thing, you know, as a tree. <laughs> and it'll, it'll be, it'll be oh, available on all Fun streaming and platforms and stuff which is cool because Indeed. typically that costs a lot of money but then we found a way to make it not cost a lot of money but we, yeah <laughs> oh you say so you cheated the oh, system we just, got it we won't we, find yeah, it we just we used distro kid got distro kid you see you cd baby now we're using distro kid yeah <laughs> oh i see you can find I, us I on heard TikTok. That people have some beef with it though that distro kids kind of like what i don't know like it's hard to get paid beefy. like that's the main problem yeah but like mm-hmm. our streams they're getting a lot better now like honestly like beforehand yes. uh they weren't that impressive and for us we were a pretty small operation so now the streams are doing better um mm-hmm. but like if we were doing like thousands like hospital bracelet who took us on tour like they mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. like like they get do like major numbers and streams and if they weren't oh, getting yeah. paid i could see why there could be there could be some beef with distro kid i don't know their current financial status i hope they're all doing well <laughs> we love yeah. you hospi so good we love you so the hossy bossy stand so good did you guys watch um the uh, Luigi's Mansion live stream. I did. Last night, I did. Or the yeah. other day, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was lit as fuck. Yeah, this time thing really yeah. fucking It was like a week ago or something. This. <laughs> it's fine. You, you know. know. But um, I'm going to ask I'm gonna ask another actual question before we close out. Because we are coming towards too. the end. 
Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna. I, I guess I'm gonna go quickly. That's <laughs> right. Um, I was just gonna ask about like. I know that bands hate talking about their band names, but I oh, wanted no. to know. Fine. No, you like talking about it? Yes. Would you like to talk about it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I was just wondering if you've wasted all the yin, if all you have left is yang, or like, what's the what's the deal oh here? Oh my god. <laughs> I said that I'd love to talk about it, but Griffin, this is actually your job. Oh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so we still have both yin and yang in supply currently we bulked up everyone was grabbing toilet we paper did. we were like gotta get oh, that we were getting yeah uh, mm-hmm. but like so file three to, to break to break the the illusion it has nothing to do with yin and yang um which is something oh. I didn't, it also has nothing to do with andrew yang you bernie 2020 that i am bernie 2020 all the way we through we actually, oh i know <laughs> i i spent a long time on your twitter i was gonna oh, say yeah. if you've looked at our twitter you would firmly know yin waster's political stance yeah um, <laughs> but uh so there's a novel train spotting and also a movie both great both one of my favorite things in the whole world and i love it's so good and like yeah. And so in the in the back of the book, there's a glossary of all this like Irish and like English dialect because it's all written in that kind of like with that slang and stuff. And so yin means one and waster means homeless person. And because before I was the only person in the band, I was like, oh, I'm just one homeless person. And that's how the name came to be. So now it's Dang. now it's kind of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> now collectively we are one homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. I just kind of assumed because like you kind of got the whole like like uh, let's say your Spotify profile you got that like kind of hippie icon and whatever yeah, yeah. I was just like oh, oh it's gotta be yin I mean, yang we are right? hippies. like it's I definitely yeah. I definitely do believe in the whole yin and yang balance thing like like mm-hmm. I'm definitely a firm mm-hmm. believer in that philosophy um, but yeah it was just a happy accident because one of my friends one of my dear sweet friends Brendan Troost um, we grew up together. He comes up to me after I release my first couple of songs with like this like five minute diatribe on how like yin is like the, all there's all these properties in like reality associated with yin and how like how like by saying you're a yin waster it's kind of like you're turning away the natural world which is like this whole thing and like he was like when there's like long diatribe about it and then I like had to break his heart and be like I didn't think about that that's not what that is <laughs> but I love you Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good now. Um, y'all, I hear y'all are fans of Future Funk. Uh, yes. What are yeah. uh, some of your favorite artists or songs from... Because I used to be super into Future Funk in high school, but I, I'm just curious. So, I guess, Gabe, do you want to go first? Um, You can go. So... I'm yeah. obviously St. Pepsi. Like St. Pepsi is like uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes. Like then there's Macross eighty two ninety nine. Um, there is oh my gosh, what is this person's name? Let me find it really quick. It's so good. It's one of my most listened to records because I f- used to fall asleep to it a bunch, which is really weird because it's basically like super energetic house music. Um, oh, Night Tempo. Night Tempo is great. I don't know. I, yeah, yes. I, yeah. That, that, I was super into them in high school. Yeah, like, see, that's the thing is, one of my friends showed mm-hmm. me like vaporwave, like in Death Grips in the same week, and mm-hmm. like I just haven't stopped listening. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it's it's just one of those things like most people nah. like have that phase they grow out of and I'm just like, nah, I'm just chilling. <laughs> nah, I mean future funk still has a place in my heart. I still go back to some Macross every now and then. Oh yeah. Oh, a million miles away is a great record. Well, now that we have talked about future funk and weed and yin except not actually because it's different than what we think it is <laughs> we can close out the episode thank you guys for coming thank you on. so much thank for having us um, do you guys have anything you want to talk about as of march 27th that um, is going to come up in the march future 27th. when is that that uh that was this friday yes. okay yeah um listen to our stuff if you haven't already um we have two friends who worked really really hard on the uh the music videos and y'all should definitely check them out they are so spicy um we also are going to be part of two different compilations um one is one of my homies isaac uh they have a compilation coming out all the proceeds are going to a charity for helping out coronavirus it's like a quarantine a whole bunch of diy musicians if you're on twitter instagram facebook You'll hear about it if you're following the In Waster stuff. And then we're also going to be on a Bernie compilation um, that's going, all yeah, the proceeds are going to his campaign. Um, and it's a whole what? covers, one hit wonders covers a compilation. So we have a whole bunch of stuff coming your way. More music. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good times. Yeah. Stay tuned to the In Waster things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, nice. Um, so this has been Less Than Popular. You can contact us at LTPPod on Twitter or at Less Than Popular Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Yin Waster for coming on. We love them so much. I am Amber. I'm Cooper. And thank you for listening. And, and that's the hands. fucking episode. Yep, that's the episode.